The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of you. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, <clears throat> excuse me, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and over there, I don't know what's going on with the image and it not refreshing for me, but hopefully it'll be right for you. Um, <clears throat> left side of the page is a video that Bradley's done on Bonnie and Clyde. And uh, what lessons you can learn from that. And uh, he's, I don't know if he's doing, if he's not going to do a show at all this week because of all the traveling and everything uh, or what, uh, he may come on today. I don't, I don't know. But uh, if you don't see him on the line, if you don't see him on the video platforms, he's not going to have a show. I okay? just let you guys know. 
it'll be uh he just got a video up there so you can check those out on the left side of sonsoflibertymedia.com on the right side is where we're streaming live yes on the screen for you guys watching it's showing yesterday's show and i don't know why that is um maybe a cash issue or something but it should it should be there we're also streaming live on rumble at sons of liberty radio live we're streaming on our telegram channel sons of liberty on telegram uh dlive.tv at the sons of liberty also uh, twitch at setting brush fires and um yeah you can always catch us on sons of liberty media.com uh, right up under where we're streaming is where you can sign up for a newsletter be sure to do that help us out in that we would really appreciate that and then if you agree with our message <clears throat> then please consider donating uh, to the Sons of Liberty, help, help keep us out there in all the capacities that we're in. Um, you can click on the donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com, make a one-time donation, and then also you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is available as well. And um, our store is also available. This week we're highlighting the For the Children book. Yeah, there's there's cash issues in there. <laughs> um, sometimes I don't know what it is in the store. You have to refresh it a second time to get the picture, and I failed to do that because I was loading up all kinds of other stuff uh, before the show. <clears throat> but this is by Stephanie Joy, and uh, one of the aspects that we're dealing with right now is all this talk about Roe v. Wade. You know, if you do away with Roe v. Wade, it the whole point is that's never been law. It was a ruling in one case, so it's never been law. It applied to that case, that case alone, okay? And um, when you, even if you remove that, it's kind of like what we talked about, removing the Department of Education, all the, you know, interconnected stuff that's there. Even if you remove Roe v. Wade, the states are so entrenched in what they're doing, you're going to have to have the people deal with it. You are. They're just not going to stop. Too much money at stake. And uh, for those of you who might be listening, it says, well, yeah, you um, you really do have a choice, a choice to do what? Let's answer that question. You're pro-choice to do what? Exactly. Well, uh, it's a woman's body. Well, what about the body that comes out? What about those little arms, legs, and heads that are torn apart and ripped out of the mother's body? Whose body is that, genius? And I say that because there's a young lady um, who used to be friends with my kids and she left her husband and she's doing all kinds of weird stuff she's at war with god and she is promoting abortion now claim to be a christian if this isn't a picture of apostasy i don't know what is and um continues to tout this thing about a woman's body and blah 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 blah, and people don't help and, and meanwhile she's not doing anything to help either the hypocrisy is astounding, but what she wants to do is get it off her conscience as far as what she's promoting. It really is sad. It really is. And my son has responded to her. He says, you know, I'm going to pray for her. And he said, if she blocks me, she blocks me. But, you know, maybe God will use it. And I said, well, maybe, maybe, if nothing else, to shame her. And a lot of people are just encouraging her in her war against God. It's really sad. She really needs to see this book. Or the children. It's normally $10 donation. This week only, you're going to get 25% off with the promo code LIFE. If you want to pick these up, you can pass them out to people like this young lady who knows better. They do, but they suppress the truth and unrighteousness. They know exactly what they're doing and what they're promoting. And the Bible tells us in Romans 1, not only those who do it are worthy of death, but even those who approve of it 
and encourage it. They're worthy of the same thing. It's a very serious matter. It really is. And uh, Stephanie does it in a way that will um, shock, but hopefully awaken people to what they're actually promoting when they say, I'm pro-choice. All right. So you can get that again for promo code LIFE, 25% off. And uh, let me hit a couple of headlines really, really quick. I want to read these off really quick, and then I want to play one video, and then we're going to bring Lynn on. And Lynn's having to join us today. She's got tech difficulties with her modem, so she's joining us by phone today, and we're going to bring her on in a minute. SonsofLibertyMedia.com, 17 Goals Toward Enslavement, Exposing the Real Agendas Behind a 2030 Agenda. This is from new from Corey Lynn. Be sure to check that out. Also, why are you only hearing about one of four mass shootings from the weekend? Here's why, and I tell you why. It's all about how they can divide us and how they can attack our rights. And they're doing it now with the evolutionary view called racism. By the way, that is not a Christian worldview. Racism is not a Christian worldview. It knows nothing of that. It knows nothing of that. I told you before, Acts 17, 26, we see all nations were created out of one blood, right? All nations came from Adam who then came from Noah and his sons. Everybody's got the same skin color, just different shades of it, folks. And I've done the thing before. If you hold up a piece of white paper next to me, I do not look white, do I? Nor if you hold it up to a quote-unquote black man, does he look black if you hold a black piece of paper up? Nope, they're different shades of the same skin color. Okay? Let's get that straight. Let's not that... This is how they divide us, but the truth sets us free and can unite us under Christ. It really can. Mockingbird Media silence as prenatal and neonatal infant deaths skyrocket following the rollout of the COVID shots. Well, yeah, we've been, you know, we've been reporting on that since the beginning and warning about all this stuff. Also, the price of food continues to soar with no end in sight. Boy, our family's feeling that. We used to keep our nose just above water a little bit. Now you got inflation and you got to you got to feed people. And man, I'm sure your households are doing the same. You're, I mean, I saw uh, Salt's uh, picture of his uh, new potatoes, and it looked like he'd been eating in our house because we just had new potatoes, and my wife made some potato soup with that on the same kind of plate, dude. <laughs> really, but the price of food continues to go up. This is in large part because of all the unconstitutional spending coming out of D.C., all the money printing that's going on. And yes, some of this is on Donald Trump. All of last year's spending up until October, that's on, that's on Trump and the previous Congress. In case you guys didn't realize how things actually work in D.C. there, I know as soon as somebody gets in office, you blame everything on them. And there's plenty of blame for Joe Biden. No question about that. So I'm not defending Joe Biden. He's doing spending like crazy, too. And that's going to result in more inflation and more debt, just like Trump did. Also, Florida school cop turns off body cam, grabs a girl by the neck, smashes her into the ground. Again, I'm beginning to think there ain't a few bad apples. There's a bunch of them. Okay? There's a bunch of them. And uh, we need to bring justice to them, just like we need to bring it to our politicians, just like we need to bring it to any civilian or citizen or whatever you want to call them in our country that breaks the law like this. And I'm talking about breaks the moral law, not some of this nonsense that uh, cities and counties and states erect that's not law. Now, I want to show you this quick little video. It's a report 
I, you want to talk about something that that will just you want to go find somebody and wring their neck. I, I'm just I'm just going to tell you what I think. If that's sinful, then you know I repent of that. If but I, I got to tell you, some of this stuff is so egregious. There's a Wis there's Wisconsin uh, middle school, and there they've got some middle schoolers who've been accused of sexual harassment over wait for it incorrect pronouns incorrect pronouns take a listen to this report here investigation into three keel middle school students has been launched the school district has filed a title nine complaint accusing the students of using incorrect pronouns while addressing another student fox 11's monique lopez spoke with the parent of one of the students in this project education report I received a phone call from the principal over at the elementary school for warning me, letting me know that I was going to be receiving an email uh, with sexual harassment allegations against my son. Rosemary Rabadoo's 13-year-old son, Brayden, is one of the three eighth grade Keel Middle School students accused of sexual harassment, something she disputes. He said he's being allegedly charged with sexual harassment for not using proper pronouns. I thought it wasn't real. I thought this has got to be a gag, a joke. Um, one has nothing to do with the other. According to the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, or Will, now defending the accused students, in March, one of their peers announced the pronouns they prefer to be addressed as. They or them. Who One of the cares? Incidents Braden and the others were supposedly involved in happened in April. She had been screaming at one of Braden's friends to use proper pronouns, uh, calling him profanity. And this friend is, you know, very soft spoken and kind of just sunk down into his chair. And Braden finally came up defending him, saying uh, he doesn't have to use proper pr pronouns. It's his constitutional right to not use. You can't make him. Say things. Some might say or think that. You but they didn't deal with the person over the profanity. The Interesting. Not at all. Not at all. My my children have been raised to love everybody equally. Shortly after finding out her son was being investigated, Rosemary reached out to Will. Title IX sexual harassment typically covers things like uh, rape, uh, dating violence, uh, quid pro quo sexual favors, right? Really egregious stuff. There's nothing even remotely close to that alleged in this case. Will says the school district's policy doesn't cover the misuse of pronouns, and neither does Title IX. The charge against students for sexual harassment is a is an extreme abuse of the Title IX process. It's totally inappropriate uh, and is totally being mishandled by the school district. Fox 11 reached out to the Keele School District. It provided us with a statement saying, the KASD prohibits all forms of bullying and harassment in accordance with all There's laws. There's no bullying and harassment. Title IX. It goes Gosh. on to say that it will continue to support all students regardless of sex, including transgender status, change of sex, or gender identity. Well, are you will supporting those who use he or she? School nope. To drop the Title IX complaint and investigation against the three eighth grade boys. In Keel, Monique Lopez, Fox 11 News. Okay. All right. Let's let's pause off of that. This is the kind of thing that's just incredible. Sorry about that. I got the mic all in the way there. This is the thing that's just incredible. Is this mom is like this is the weirdest thing? What in the world are we dealing with? Well, 
parents, when are you going to get it through your head? You're taking your kid, you're dumping them off at the statist indoctrination center. Okay? And their job is to make your children statists. That's what their job. It isn't to teach them to love God, enjoy him forever, learn his moral law, love his son, the Lord Jesus, who gave himself for sinners. It's not to glorify him with all of your life, with what you learn and what you do. It's not that. It's to become good little statists or good little commies. That's what that's what that's all about. And then I want to I want to follow this up, and that's going to kind of I guess tie into some of the stuff we're talking about with Liam because that seems to be an underlying theme that comes in there too. One more. This is only about a minute or so. I want you to see Albany, New York State Capitol has required the shot to enter it. This is the people's capital, and the people aren't having it. Take a look at this. And for you guys who are on Red State Talk Radio, you've got a lot of people out in the Capitol, in front of where your uh, brown shirts are now, the new Gestapo, uh, wants to rob you of your rights, rob you of your rights to carry a gun, carry, you know, anything metal, search and take your stuff in violation of the Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. These guys are not good guys. All these guys, all these cops standing right here, that you see right there, they're just as bad as the, the, the TSA. They are enemies of the people because they're acting illegally. And the people are having none of it. Look at them. They're all out there. I mean, what do we got here? 60, 60 or 75 people right there in just in the lobby here that are gathered there to protest. Good for you guys. And I, I do hope that uh, I do hope they prevail over that. Uh, you do that every day. You cause such a stink. You start gathering numbers to do that, and you win the day. You really will. Okay. All right. Now, with that said, it's rotten to the core Wednesday, and as always, we have on the line with us uh, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, hello, hello. <laughs> good to see. Well, good to see your. We got your picture up here, and uh, oh, okay. you're, you're on the you're on the phone. You're on the phone, and uh, Lance had a little technical difficulties. Those things happen, and neither yep. she nor I are uh, geek squad kind of people. So we kind of do the best we can. And I said, "Yep, we can call in on the phone line, and we can do things." But you got a pretty big show for us today, Lance. What do you got? Oh yes, 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 yes. Thank you so much. Well, um, we have been talking a lot about social and emotional learning um, over on Liberty Bells. We're doing a month-long series on looking at the overreaches of that into mental health interventions that are not just staying in our public schools, Tim, but going throughout our communities. And the U.S. Department of Education has a new national educational technology program that they want to update from, get this, 2017, because after all, you know, what we had in 2017 certainly didn't include COVID measures, and so now we have to include that in the U.S. Department of Education's technology overreaches. Now, where this comes into our communities is that it's coming in the guise of assistance through technology, which means all your computer systems, all those algorithms, all those biometrics that have been woven in 
But this particular update is going to say, well, you know, because of COVID, we've learned these lessons. And it goes on to tell you, okay, this is the justification for why we're updating how the uh, National Educational Scheme, which is, again, cradle to grave. So it doesn't matter if you're in K through 12 or higher education or you're coming from you know, what, whatever educational choice that you have been exercising, it's all going to come together to control and track. And one of the things that I've noticed is that in these documents, whether it was 2017 plan or the 2022 plan, it gives the federal government and all the contractors and subcontractors that are involved in technically assisting your school districts and your state glorified power, but it provides almost zero protection for those it's going to be used against. So in other words, the students and the families. So if you think that the one case that you just brought up from Wisconsin is kind of the oxymoron, it's going to become more and more the norm, and especially with these uh, technical algorithms woven in that measure everything and we know that the social and emotional learnings definition of what it used to be and what it has turned into has been nothing but changing attitudes values and beliefs to become better conformed collectivists yeah well that's what i was saying just they're, they're, they're trying mm-hmm. to make them out to be good little commies is what they're what they're doing right, right. so so well, now, t- walk us through some of this because a lot of this is tied mm-hmm. to the very things that you've talked about, which is this whole right. uh, surveillance and data mining mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they're really ramping it up. And I'm oh, yeah. personally, I'm learning why they're doing it. I, I know why mm-hmm. they're doing it. It's not just a control issue. There's a lot of money behind this uh, when you, when oh, you get into this stuff. That means a lot of money to be made for people off the backs of mm-hmm. the people, as I've said before, while everybody's focused on the human traffic of children and illegals and all this other stuff, which we should deal with. The biggest human trafficking is happening to every one of us through quote unquote, people who have assumed the role of creditor when we're really the creditor and they're, they're making millions and billions of dollars, mm-hmm. trillions in some cases off of us, just us as a person. They're doing that. Right. So, right. Right. And, you know, um, it's really interesting because I know that you and I have talked about it. I know Suzanne and I did a show on it where we showed you that the projected profit margins for anything to do with social and emotional learning or mind manipulation is upwards of $3 billion by 2027. It's a huge cash cow. And what we're understanding and what we're seeing is that they're not content to keep it in just the public K-12 system. This was meant for every citizen, no matter if you're in school, in education or not. And that goes in with the master plan for the comprehensive mental health overreach out of the United Nations. Okay. So with that said, we're going to go to that second link in the email. We're going to start there. That is the 2017 plan, Kim. And we're going to look at pages 8, 10, 16, 24, and 60. Okay. All right. I'm at the second one and I don't see any of them pages. Office of Educational Technology. Yeah, you have to look, you have to go to the brightly colored uh, document on the uh, left-hand side, download it, and that's where you can get to uh-huh. the page numbers. I got you. Okay. 
Yeah, and let me just say while you're doing that, let me just tell everyone that a lot of the resources in this particular document from 2017, I have done research on and exposed on my blog. So this is nothing new to me at all. Um, but I just wanted people to understand this is the mission statement for the Office of Educational Technology that is housed in the U.S. Department of Education. The mission of the Department of Education is to promote student achievement and preparation for global competitiveness by fostering educational excellence and ensuring equal access. Okay. All right. I've got the document up here. Okay, so the first page we want to go to is um, page eight, and this will show you that every student succeeds at in social and emotional learning are listed as non-cognitive competencies. Now, Tim, how many times have we talked about competency-based education? Yeah, a bunch. Hello? I'm here. Yep, a bunch. Yeah, a bunch. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, this particular document has all kinds of lovely graphics for folks to see so that they can, if they don't understand the wording of what we're saying, they can look at the particular images and they can get it. So it tells you here that a non-cognitive competency is also referred to as social and emotional learning that includes skills, habits, and attitudes or attitudes, values, and beliefs to facilitate functioning well in school, work, and life. Mm. And a lot of this is going to be wrapped up, as you have, have just said, it's not so much in Christianity or the love of God, it's wrapped up in yoga and mindfulness. And, you know, we've done shows on that as well. All right, on page 10. All right, so we've looked at page 8 where we see the, the supposed benefit of social and emotional learning. But on page 10... It's going to tell you that, oh, yes, why we need to learn, and then also how digital games are going to be the way to do it. And here's the paragraph. This is under Building Non-Cognitive Competencies, Opportunities for Practice, okay? Games such as Ripple Effects and Social Express use virtual environments, storytelling, and interactive experiences to assess a student's social skill competencies and provide opportunities to practice. Other apps will help bridge the gap between the virtual environment and the real world by providing just-in-time supports for emotional regulation and conflict resolution. A number of apps are available to help students name and identify how they're feeling, express their emotions, receive targeted suggestions or strategies for self-regulation. These include Breathe, Think, Do with Sesame, Smiling Mind, Stop, Breathe and Think, Touch and Learn, Emotions, Digital Problem Solver. And you and I did a show on one called Calm that was um, an app that even adults could get. And we dove into the supposed psychology in that, and it was a quack psychologist who was writing all the stuff, but yet this particular app for adults is also social and emotional mind bending and it's making billions as well so we have that lovely little thing in there so i've mentioned these so that if you recognize any of these digital games and there are plenty of others out there as well okay then you can be on the lookout for it all right on page 16 this is where the parental grab starts coming in as we have known 
And again, a lot of the stuff that is in this particular article, you and I have done thousands of, sh of, of hours of devoting to exposing. Okay, so under the paragraph on page 16 where it says helping parents navigate a technological world, resource for making informed technology decisions. Oh, this is where we get the family hooked in with apps again. This is interactive resources for parents who are seeking to select and use apps in a most effective way with their children. This guide will inform parents of the variety of ways that apps can support children's healthy development and family learning, <clears throat> excuse me, communication and connection with eight strategies. These strategies, playing games together, reading together, creating media projects, preparing for new experiences, connecting with distant family, exploring your outside world, making travel more fun, and creating a predictable routine. Okay, since when does a family need an app to tell it how to just live? Yeah, we don't need one. Yeah, we absolutely don't. Okay, now on page 24, uh, and I, I really want folks to, to delve into this because a lot of this is what you are going to find that is alive and well, but then use it as the framework for where we're fixing to go with it in the 2022 one because it will absolutely make sense. Okay, um, on page 24, it's going to tell you here how this is all designed to rethink how our children learn and they use a school district in Texas who supposedly never got Common Core and it'll tell you here how they're using it to manipulate the local educational agencies and the state educational agencies and you and I have discussed before this is not just your State Department of Education, this is not just your local school, this is anything that is roped in under the name of education, like libraries or museums or any of the other places, that, the after-school clubs or any of those sorts of things, because it creates an anywhere, anytime supposed learning experience. So I want to bring that up. Okay, so that was the 2017 one. Now we're going to look at the 2022 one, okay? And what you're going to see when you get to this particular announcement is you're going to see, hey, we're announcing that we're going to update the National Technology Plan. When you get to the bottom of the announcement, you're going to see in blue, it says access it. When you access it, you're going to get an 88-page uh, plan that is looking more like a contract. And the reason I wanted to show this, Tim, is because it shows that the the United States government is willfully contracting with those who are outside of the educational system in the name of technology to do nothing but align the technology. And this is where I was able to find that all of the protection is for the government and those who are involved with them in this technology supposed support and then affords we the people almost nothing, okay? So in this particular one, I did not find the word emotional, which I did find in my search engine for the 2017 one. That was the eight mentions that we just went through. In 2022, they did not use the word emotional, but they did use the word goals. And in that, it is 22 times it is mentioned. On page two, you'll see where the contractor has certain goals that they have to meet. 
that have nothing to do with protecting you, everything to do with protecting them. On page 60, you're going to see the justification for all this updating them in the background, especially where it will influence legislative moves both at the state and federal level, okay? Then you're going to see on page 64 the questions that will be asked of the contractors by the federal government, and then page 65, you'll see where the state education authorities and the local education authorities are going to be influenced to meet every goal for the social and emotional learning uh, manipulation. Page 84, you will see the partnerships, the P3 fascist partnerships that will be set up in the name of doing this, and this will all go under the guise of performance work statements. So we're, we've, we've stopped talking about education, and now we're into the weeds, as a lot of people say, and, oh, well, this doesn't have anything to do with anything. Well, yeah, it does, because it's, again, setting every one of us up to be traceable, trackable, controlled, conformed. And one of the things that I noticed in this 2022 document, Tim, was not only was it, you know, oh, these are lessons that we need to implement because of COVID, but a lot of it's going to do with reduction of greenhouse gases. Now, how in the world would technology like this reduce greenhouse, greenhouse gases? That remains to be seen. But I just wanted to bring those little tidbits um, up for everyone because this is something that we absolutely need to be um, looking into because this is huge as far as the trap that it is setting up, okay? Absolutely. And so one of the other resources that I just sent uh, over a message is called, and this was from 2011, this is called The Impact of Enhancing Students' Social and Emotional Learning, a Meta-Analysis of School-Based Universal Interventions. Now, when we say universal, we're not talking, you know, here in America, stretching out over into England. We're talking universal in the mindset of you and I, Tim, everyone in our families, whether we're connected to that school or we're not. Because of the mental health overreaches, because of the schools being turned into medical service hubs for communities, that's how this is coming in. And in this particular document that I just sent, this will be the pages 405 to 432, and it's giving you not only the people who helped uh, write this particular document, but it's going to tell you what entities they represent. And one of the biggest ones is the Collaborative for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learning, or CASEL. Then you're also going to see La Jolla University out of Chicago, the University of Illinois at Chicago. And uh, then they're going to sit here and tell you that, it's, that has, it took 213 school-based universal social and emotional learning programs that involved 270,034 kindergartners through high school students compared to controls of social and emotional learning participants demonstrated significantly improved social and emotional skills, attitudes, behaviors, and academic performance on an 11 percentile point gain. Yes. Can I ask you a question about that? Sure. sure. <clears throat> when, when they're saying, well, they saw this increase of this, this, and this, What's the standard mm -hmm. for that that they're using? Common Core. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, Common Core. That's that. And and here's the thing: if you'll remember, those are quack standards that are copyrighted, which means the copyright never ended. So we're still under them. But yet you're going to hear people tell you, "Oh, well, Common Core is dead." So yes, every one of those supposed academic achievements, which are poppycock because they are not achievements, they are they are little boxes that need to be checked off so that Johnny and Susie can be measured as as, oh, they're doing so well, when actually they're not, because research has been shown, Tim, that these social and emotional mind-grabbing programs are not building up achievement. They're not doing anything other than creating a mindless minion. Yeah, that's exactly what they, and that's what they want. Isn't that what uh, Rockefeller said? He didn't want a, um, a nation of thinker. He wanted, he wanted, a, he wanted a nation right. of workers, yeah. Right, absolutely. Now, it says um, further in this particular um, section that it's using schools because it can use teachers, it can use families, it can bridge them together because, after all, emotions facilitate or impede children's academic engagement, their work ethics, their commitments, and their ultimate school success. Because relationships and emotional processes affect how and what we learn, schools and families must effectively address these aspects of the educational process for the benefit of all students. Well, now, that's this inclusive for sure. This particular research um, supposedly is funded or was funded by the Packard Foundation. And if you go and look at the Common Core machine, as we have so lovingly called it, Packard is one of the biggest. Uh, funders, and it's also big tech. So it's no wonder this is in there. But I just wanted to point that particular thing out. Now, in the um, in the other documents between the 2017 one and the 2022 one, you're going to see that Sesame Workshop, which is a part of Sesame Street, which we've gone over that several different times. You're also going to see the Parents' Choice Foundation. And one of the things that's interesting about the Parents' Choice Foundation is that when Parents' Choice first started out, their only job was to review children's products, like their games and the books and the toys. And since then, they have said, oh, well, we've become such an authority. We're going to start coming over here and we're going to interfere into education so much to the point that we're going to start recommending social and emotional learning garbage. So uh, there'll be a link to that as well. But one of the things that I wanted to point out about the Sesame Workshop is they specifically cited the, uh, let's see here, they specifically cited the uh, Cooney, the Joan Gonas Cooney Center, which I sent the uh, link for that. It's called Digital Play for Global Citizens. So it's the Joan Gantz Cooney Center at Sesame Workshop. This was written in 2018. And it tells you this was in partnership with the Asia Society. And Asia Society is nothing more than a way to bring in the international education because that's what it's known for, Center for Global Education. And it will tell you here that this is all about um, how we can better unite our world as one so we can be global citizens. But we're going to do this through games, Tim, because after all, those games are so much fun. But what they're not telling you is that those games are measuring every bit of biometrics 
that they possibly can to slot you in some sort of AI position, artificial intelligence position, because you're worth more in the cyber world than you are as a living, breathing body. And that is one of the things that will connect to how we are devaluating each other, both physically and uh, uh, mentally. Lynn, I don't know if you recall. Now, I used mm -hmm. to watch Sesame Street. I used to watch, what was that, The Electric Company and all those little shows, oh, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. Schoolhouse mm -hmm. Rock and stuff like that. I mean, I've taken and shown my kids, you know, the old schoolhouse rocks and stuff because you can learn stuff because there was there was music. You would learn a song if you're wanting to learn mm -hmm. something there was, which was great. Mm -hmm. um, but you, you, we've got this. I never remember any of those things being anything but you know reinforcing stuff that you were being taught in school as far as that would be, I guess, foundational for you to use in life. You know, math and some some spelling and you know grammar and and then obviously some social study skills. This has gone. This has gone completely away from that. Did, <clears throat> did they even? <clears throat> excuse me. Did they even teach this? Because I remember years ago when I would go out of town. You know, and sometimes you're sitting there, you're eating something, and you just kind of put on the TV to have a noise. And mm -hmm. I'd flip through the channels, and even like an MTV, it's no longer music videos. It's it's all kinds of social engineering stuff that was on at mm -hmm. that time, and that was. 10 or 12 years ago. So right. it's it's not become what it was. Sesame Street and some of these other ones have become something that they never were founded as. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of amazed that they bring some of this, the garbage that they bring on to put into the kids right there on the TV. But I guess if, if parents aren't paying attention to that uh, and they're not mm -hmm. dealing with these things with their kids, then I guess they're just getting indoctrinated even at home. They don't even have to send them to the public indoctrination centers. Right. Well, and that's that's what we've been saying for a long time. You don't have to necessarily go to the public school to get this. It's in our culture. And one of the reasons why Sesame Street and some of these others have sold out is because it's money. It is money for them to make, and it's also a way for them to stay popular because, after all, they're going with every flavor of the month they possibly can. And, you know, it's like I've brought up before. If you don't have your root in the Bible, or you don't have your root in, in some sort of belief system, okay? Where do your roots come from? Well, you got to have it's something gonna, to, yeah, you got to yeah. have something to filter yeah. the world through. And this you is do. what I told my, yeah, it's what I told my kids when they were little. I said, you need to, yeah. you need to know what the Bible says, because mm -hmm. that is the truth that you look at everything else. The, the truth is, right is outside of you. It looks at you. It holds up a mirror to us as people. It also shows us who God is. It shows us what natural law is because God wrote it on, on tablets, he even wrote it on mm -hmm. the tablets of our heart, uh, his law. Mm -hmm. And so we know, we know there's a God and we know what his law is. We know what his moral law is. And we choose to suppress that truth and unrighteousness, Romans 1. And as a result of that, this is what we get. Everybody wants yeah. to be free of God. You you don't want a, a creator that you um, that you can love because he's loved you. You don't understand that concept. You think he's just a mean old nasty tyrant. He's an unloving, uncaring God. But yet you'll embrace this kind of stuff, which knows nothing of love, but it knows of abuse. It knows of of uh, uh, you know using you and mm -hmm. and perverting you and your kids. I, it's just incredible to me that right. people don't distinguish the difference. Right. Well, in the 
particular uh, digital play for better global citizens, listen just just listen to from the table of con contents. Just listen. Number one, understanding myself and others. You are here. Borders, boundaries, geography, unfamiliar places, field trips for a connected world, identity and expression, articulating stories of the self, diversity and empathy, learning to negotiate difference, lenses and perspectives, how you see the world. Number two, recognizing systemic causes. Now, these are for what? K through who? Mm-hmm, children, and this is what we're teaching. Wealth and poverty, causes, causes, connections, and commerce. Supply and demand, understanding economics, buying and selling, conscious consumerism. Um, uh, next one, spending in debt, financial literacy. The last one, policy and governance, regulation, influence, and activism. Mm-hmm. We have to have militant little people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no teaching three. of civic duties, uh, social studies, the Constitution, the Bible, morality, uh, any of that kind of stuff is involved in this. This is all um, right. propaganda is what it is. Right. Next one, and the last one, world, planet, and climate, because we can't miss that. Earth, it's not all disaster. How to run the world, energy, and the infrastructure. Water, thirst, hygiene, sanitation, and lastly, displacement, migration, and refugees in a connected world. Now, for little people, this all is so over their heads, but yet these games are supposed to be able to get every bit of this in there, and it's absolutely diabolical how this is, this is going on. So from the forward, very quickly, let me just read why Sesame has gotten in bed with, with Asia Society. It says here, Sesame Workshop has for decades been one of the world's leading organizations in developing children's capacity for understanding and friendships across cultures. All right, it goes on to tell you that whoever wrote this forward has visited Sesame, uh, Sesame's workshop in studios in India firsthand see how deep the knowledge about children's development is creatively transformed, don't miss this, into a global public good. Well, yay. They want to make Education. us good little communists. They're just telling you right there. Absolutely. Here, and it goes on to say, educating students to become macro-minded global citizens, as Jordan Shapiro puts it empowers them to embody the essential tenets of global competence. The ability to investigate the world, recognize perspectives, communicate ideas, take actions in manners that are fun, engaging, and synchronized with our fast-paced, technologically advanced 21st century. Hey, we got we to be at the forefront, you know, Lynn. Oh, I know, I know. Now, if you don't understand what macro-minded is in this context, there's a nice little blue box, Tim, that will tell you. The prefix, uh, prefix macro comes from the ancient Greek, and then they get the word, which originally meant long or large. In the 20th century, it was often used to mean, don't miss this one, comprehensive. People spoke of things being macroscopic or macroeconomics. It became a general term describing the field of scholarship, which looks at large-scale economic factors. Here, we use the term to denote the habits of the mind that are associated with a worldwide outlook. Global citizens should be macro-minded. They should be inclined to consider how extensive international factors shape and contribute to a broad 
set of issues. In other words, have your head so full of junk that when it comes to something real, you're not going to be able to think your way out of the paper bag, but guess what? The government's here to help, and they will absolutely steer you in the right direction. Yeah, we can always trust government. Yep, and I say that with every bit of sarcasm. I can absolutely must. I did, too. Tongue in cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so that is what I have for you today. That is what is facing us in 2022. And remember, it is under the guise of lessons learned of COVID, of why our government becomes uh, needs to become even more draconian through an unconstitutional department and hooks it up to another unconstitutional department, which will be education and health and human services. Now, you've got a lot of other resources here, too. One of them I was interested in as do. to how Melania yes. Trump fits into this. You know, she's caught in this. <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting here. It's like um, you're in Bizarro World or something. Sometimes when I get up, I, I could show people, uh, but I'm not going to do it. When I open up my, because I open up different browsers because I'm using them for different things. Uh, so I've got several mm -hmm. open up, bunch of tabs on each. And one of the things when I open up like Microsoft Edge, because I use that for Rumble, for our Rumble channel mm -hmm. and uh, for mm -hmm. our parlor channel, uh, is that you get the quote unquote news. Now, more than half of it is quote unquote entertainment news. It's about celebrities. It's about you know, who's going with who, who's marrying who, who's divorcing Johnny Depp, Amber Heard nonsense that doesn't affect anybody's lives, but theirs um, and all mm -hmm. this other. And one of the things that I noticed was Melania is caught in this thing over the a Vogue cover with uh, a criminal Jill Biden. And, you know, they're in this thing. I don't care about it, but she was one who was pushing this whole, you know, federal education and all of this stuff, her and um, what's the girl? What's Trump's daughter? Ivana? Ivanka? Oh, oh, Ivana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ivanka. Ivana, yeah. I yeah. get them kind of mixed up between her and her mom. But, and I'm not meaning to do that on purpose, but uh, yeah. you, you got them pushing that stuff. She's in the midst of some of this stuff, kind of stuff too, right? Oh, absolutely. And um, I'm glad that you brought that up. I was so busy looking at the, the documents, I totally forgot about that. But yeah, she's hit the news again, because again, with midterms, and with, as we've talked about, the fact of the dog and pony shows that are going on between the R's and the D's, and the R's are thinking, oh, yeah, well, we have to do everything we can to influence the midterms. Well, of course, it was brought up that, oh, you know, we got to feed the rumor that 2024 is the year of the Trumps again. And so this particular interview, it was brought to my attention. She was talking about not only that, but she was talking about her Be Best Mental Health program. And it's now being hyped as a way to help foster children. And so I looked at the, I looked at the interview and we can go over. We will need to do that on the other side though. But the way it ties into what you and I have done on our rotten shows is I gave the link for when they went on the tour while Trump was in office to promote her best, be best initiative and how it was a grab at nothing but the community wide social and emotional overreaches and and uh, manipulation and she's sitting there backing it up and everybody's wanting to talk about oh, how beautiful she is how gracious she is and that might be 
But when you start taking someone who has no business doing initiatives that will impact your children in such a horrible way, I don't care who she is. That's wrong. exactly right. That's exactly right. It's, yeah, and so I, I, you know, it, Lynn, one of the things that I got on the conservative man, because I saw them on the websites, they were mm -hmm. gaga over Melania Trump. And I'll tell you why they were gaga. Because they're wicked men. They're, they're not saying how beautiful she is. That, that's the words they'll use. They're looking yeah. at her with lust. There's no doubt in my mind in the way they spoke about Melania Trump, that's exactly what they were thinking. And some of these guys claim they're Christians. This, they were doing it publicly and openly. And, you know, it's you were talking about the mental well-being that she's concerned with with kids. I, I got to tell you, you know, people want to use that, throw that Trump derangement syndrome around for the lawless people. I, gotta, I got news for you. Over here at the Sons of Liberty, we've called out Trump for his uncon. Mm -hmm. I dealt with a lady um, mm -hmm. over in Japan yesterday, and I was saying, you, don't, you didn't know this. You didn't know that about Trump. And she goes, well, I didn't know that. I was told this. Yeah. You know, we, I see these things. Of course, she sees certain things because she's in the military, but um, all this kind of stuff. And I said, you've got to pay attention. These people mm -hmm. will use whatever means they have in order to push the agenda. And if they got to use a you know, former model, runway walker. By the way, Melania Trump was brought in to Ghislaine Maxwell's club, and that's where she met Donnie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And all you people talk about human trafficking stuff. Have you ever considered what might be going on in Ghislaine Maxwell's club? Not to get off, off base, but this is the woman who came out of that. You guys need to understand this kind of stuff uh, when we see that. So, um, do you want me to play this? This has got about two minutes, and what we'll do is we'll play it after we close out the show here. Yeah. Uh, Lynn, we yeah. got about, um, I don't know, 40 seconds or so. If you want to take time to tell people where they can find out more about you, that'd be great. Okay, super. All right, you can find my blog, CommonCoreDiva.com. We will have a lot of this information for you in the archives, all kinds of links so that you can go and spend more time looking at what we're talking about today. If you wish to financially bless any of the research and work that I do to help you stay informed, there is a donate button uh, that is safe and secure. You can also catch me Monday nights at 6.30 representing the Liberty Bells for the time being. And uh, we just need prayer for all of us because we are really in the trenches and it's just not getting any better. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, check out Lynn at CommonCoreDiva.com and be sure to support her too if you can do so. Uh, her work is very valuable in informing people so they can act. It's not to scare, we don't scare people. If you're scared, you got a worldview problem. Um, perfect love drives out fear, First John says. But we'll be back on the other side of the end of the show here. If you guys want to join us, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and uh, we'll pick it up over there. See you on the other side. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And uh, Lynn, do you want me to go ahead and... and Kick it off, kick off the overtime here with uh, with this Melania Trump thing for two minutes. Yeah, let's just dive in. Now you're going to play from the beginning to about the two fifty four mark. And oh, I thought I was playing from the two fifty four mark. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. Beginning to two fifty four, okay. and then we're going to pick it up at the end because there's a lot of fluff in the middle. But I want, I, and I didn't want the fluff to because that's what people are going to focus on. No, I want them to hear about this. Be best stuff. <laughs> Okay, Sherry, I, I don't know if Sherry's addressing me, Tim Allen. That's kind of funny, actually. Uh, 
<laughs> she was supposed to say Tim and Lynn in it. I guess she had a corrective thing that said Tim Allen. And my, oh, well. I, I laugh because my kids always, if I do something that they're not so sure mm -hmm. about, they go, I don't think so, Tim. Um, <laughs> that's the only time they call me by my name, by the way. But anyway, okay, yeah. so this is Melania Trump on uh, Fraud and Friends. And uh, we'll, we'll play this. Check this out. We are back with the Fox and Friends exclusive former First Lady Melania Trump granting us her first sit-down interview since leaving oh, the White House. bow before the Melania. At her new home in Mar-a-Lago. Take a look. New home. Being your first lady was my greatest honor. Thank you for your love and your support. Melania Trump, thank you so much for joining us on Fox and Friends. Thank you for having me. Oh, I think this is your first sit-down interview since being in the White House, is that right? It is. It is my first sit-down, yes. How is life, um, you know, since leaving the White House? Life is great and um, keeping it busy. And, um, you know, time flies fast and uh, we are just, everybody's doing very well. We're here in beautiful Florida. What are your real thoughts on Washington, D.C.? I mean, your husband called it a swamp. It is time to drain the swamp. What do you think of it? He was I pumping like the water in, babe. He was pumping the water in. I know it operates in. completely different than any other city. But uh, I really like it there. And uh, I enjoyed living in the White House to be First Lady of the United States was my greatest honor. I think we achieved a lot in the four years of uh, Trump administration. I uh, enjoyed taking care of the White House. It was uh, my home for a while. I Except for when she was cussing up a storm about house. Christmas decorations. It was, um, it was a privilege to live there. And maybe it'll be your home again? Uh, never say never. <laughs> never say never. Being out of D.C. and having that time, what do you make of the state of the country right now? I think it's sad to see what's going on if you really look deeply into it. I think a lot of people are struggling and suffering and what is going on around the world as well. So Thanks to your husband, the unconstitutional spending, the attacks I on our it rights. Changes fast. It's been in the news. As, as someone who loves children and is dedicated so much to their betterment, how do you feel when you see shortage of baby formula and families just struggling to get basic items like that? It's heartbreaking to see that they are struggling and the food is not available for children in 21st century in United States of America. And your husband gave happen? billions to pharmaceutical Leadership? companies. Leadership or lack thereof. Yeah. I know opioids was part of your Be Best mm -hmm. initiative. Mm -hmm. uh, I was watching New, the news recently, record amounts of drugs. And yes. In fact, we did a little research. You were the only first lady to go to the border. You did it twice. Yes. What's it like to see the things you worked on so hard change so drastically? It's very sad to see that it changed so drastically. I know that uh, COVID uh, brought uh, another um, struggles to the people who were having problems before. But uh, what's going on, it's um, unthinkable. A lot of uh, people are dying from drugs, and it's, um, it's very sad to see. Yeah, and the fraudulently called vaccines, too. Let's, let's pause this here a second, uh, Lynn, because we're over the 254 mm -hmm. mark here. What do you got to say about what mm -hmm. she has? And I think we're jumping to 454. I want to get that set up. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, what he was referring to 
was did you see how carefully he he directed the conversation yeah, of course that, that that initiative for opioid supposed management was the be best that was the that was the dog and pony that they trotted out for why they needed to have this this better mental health program that she was in charge of it didn't have anything to do with opioids not near as much as they're they're lamenting now and so the change that she's talking about is not that the initiative of hers has changed that much but their sales tactic has that's what i wanted folks to see but did you see how the conversation was directed yep that's what i want uh uh-huh this is part of the grooming the manipulation that so many people even outside of the school system, have gotten into. That's why that interview was so popular. Now, from 454 to the end is some really interesting stuff, too. All right, here we go. Um, To help in their own community or maybe join my Foster the Future initiative. What is Fostering the Future? I know that's an initiative of of Be Best. Why is uh, working with foster kids such a passion of yours? I started to work and visiting the foster care facilities uh, when I was in the White House. And uh, just last week, I visited a place of hope as well and met with the leaders of foster care community and some parents and children. And I met also with the adults uh, who aged out of the foster care system. Just know, like when they turn 18, they still need help. They need our support, resources, empowerment to, to achieve their American dream. So you're using a new technology to help uh, raise the profile and fund these initiatives. I have been working on my NFT projects uh, since I left the White House. My NFTs, they are available on MelaniaTram.com and usmemorabilia.com. And now we have a few of the NFTs that they are minting on it. It's a national park, beautiful 3D animated uh, pieces, and uh, Potus Trump. There are pictures and animated uh, videos from our pimping their wares, and especially the Mm -hmm. one that I created for Foster Care Month. It's uh, the rose, the meta rose. Some of the proceeds of uh, the sales of NFTs will go towards. education providing education some of them will go to us the trumps thank children you who are aging out of foster system yearly 20,000 children are aging out of foster care a year a year yes and now we have 407,000 children in foster care in system america today. in america in today so i will be uh, proudly grant um, scholarships to the children uh, to students who deserve it. Your first scholarship recipient, his name is Michael Weitzman. How about we surprise him together? Are you okay with that? Yes, fantastic. If I give him a call yes. and he doesn't know you're here. Michael. Yes, sir, how are you? Hey, I'm good. It's Pete Hegseth with Fox and Friends. If you would share your story in the, in the foster system. Yeah, you know, I was born to a single mom who was 18 years old. I became a foster child, lived in different homes until I was 17. I know you're, you're aware of the scholarship you're receiving because of Melania Trump uh, and and the Fostering yeah. the Future initiative. What does that mean to you? What does it mean to get that kind of scholarship? It's literally a dream come true. Well, you know what's, what's neat is that, uh, well, let me just do it. She's hearing what you're saying right now. 
Uh, if I may, Michael, First Lady of the United States. <laughs> Hello, Michael. Hey, Melania, thank you so much. Nice to meet you. So good to meet you. Thank you so much for your generosity. Uh, you're very welcome. And your generosity. Um, where did that surprise? Where did that scholarship class, come from? And I know you're starting the classes <laughs> in the fall. And yeah, uh, we can stop it. Make your we dreams come it. true. Okay. Oh my stars in heaven! Some of the proceeds, some of the proceeds will go for education. Look at what they were using. National We the People treasures called national parks, which have also gotten in on the global game. Which means, so, which means this guy should be thanking you and me for that, shouldn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But but what was what was this is I'm telling you this is midterm uh, tomfoolery to snow the people. And if you don't believe me, look at the results from every state that had a primary yesterday. And look at what candidates won and which ones didn't. And I, you know, I told, uh, I can't remember who it was, but I said, you know, here in North Carolina, because we had our primary yesterday, I said, of the Republicans, there are three that have Trump funding. And guess what? His number one funded dude took the state and will now face off in November against a Democrat. Well, Lynn, I think this is what people need to understand. Go back yeah. and look at everybody that Trump has supported from when he was running mm -hmm. to when he's here. He's always, mm -hmm. always, 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 always supported the quote-unquote rhinos. Always. Yeah. When yeah. he had a chance to put George, Judge Roy Moore up front and center, what did he do? He chose his opponent, who's a rhino. He did that with, yeah. he's done that all along. And you people who continue to back him, you don't understand you're backing your own demise because you're not opening your eyes and taking off the rose colored glasses and seeing what things are. They push the same agenda. And Melania, look, this is one, this guy right here um, that they were showing in the interview. This is one of the guys that she's been a part of pushing the same agenda with your money. That's not their money. If they were doing it with their money, it'd be commendable. We would commend them as being charitable, but they're doing it with your money and with my money. Mm -hmm. And if this were Joe Biden, you Trump supporters out there, you would be raising cane about what they're doing with your money. But because they have your jersey on and because they speak your language of what you think they mean in that, even though they don't deliver on it, You'll continue to follow them. You'll continue to support them. You will damn yourselves and your children in the process by doing it. And this is why, why, you know, the Sons of Liberty is here to say, and we say it on every Wednesday show, God says you are to be the educators of your children. You are. Mm -hmm. You're to be the you're Absolutely. to be the chief educator. And if you don't do that, not only are you disobeying God, you're doing a disservice to your children. Absolutely. Well, now, so that we can back up what we're saying today with evidence that that um, I have gathered and you and I have broadcast for folks, they will see our show where we did uh, expose the Be Best Project, uh, the, the initiative, and that one's called Touring Educratic Style, the First Lady Promoting the Be Best Initiative. And then from 2021 on my blog, the Educratic Scapegoats article. And we also have uh, the show that we did where we highlighted the social and emotional overreaches that President Trump himself 
signed in through executive orders and through the USMCA, the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement. So this was woven in even that. But what's alarming and what you and I showed in that particular show, Tim, was that it was the technology was based on a CERCO Education Military Partnership Agreement. So if that doesn't wake you up, I don't know what will. Then you'll also, for the archives, see a 2021 article that I did um, about the social and emotional fence riders, how they were coming for every one of us, not just the students will also be in there. That was the uh, social and emotional learning for all article that we did. And then if you really want to get into this, okay, I have 70 pages of articles just on the Every Student Succeeds Act and the social and emotional learning manipulation. So there is a plethora of resources to back up everything that we're raising concern about today, which is that the technology assistance is not assistance. It is a, uh, it is a fence roping you in. Yep, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Uh, Lynn, um, I'm going to give you the final word here. Do you want to close us out with uh, with something that can be done? I mean, we don't want to just dump information on people. What can right. people What can people do to respond to any of this? And I'm not necessarily talking about D.C. Some of that is that, but we've right. talked about being being in our local areas and dealing with these things. Mm -hmm. Is this a thing that people mm -hmm. need to take to their their school boards, their county councils, and things of that nature? Right. What I would suggest is look at this 2022 plan. Look at everything that we've talked about today. Write down your biggest concerns, where you see the constitutional rubs, uh, either at a state or a federal level, sometimes both. Okay. And then start looking not only at your school system's budget for where this assistance comes in, but start looking at your community budget because it's in the, the, uh, assistance is in there as well and i've seen it firsthand so you want to look at anything that is supposed to be supportive of infrastructure especially in technology you want to look at the public private partnerships that your school has or your community has because remember this is not just for public school k-12 through this is meant to rope us all in and if you live in a community or have access to community services you need to be doing the homework just like tim's been doing preparedness shows this is a way that you could prepare uh to protect your family from Amen. this intrusive data monster that seeks to consume us not for anything other than someone else's pocket to be lined. Amen. Amen. Lynn, we appreciate you as always. Thank you for coming on Rotten to the Core Wednesday, every Wednesday with the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor. And uh, again, we appreciate all your efforts, Lynn. If you want to support Lynn, if you want to help her, because she doesn't just come on here, she's got uh, the Liberty Bells, and then she appears on other uh, outlets as well. And recently was on David Knight show, which is great. And uh, she's been on Jeff Rents and some other people uh, getting the word out about these kinds of things. No matter what you think about the, the people, they do have an audience, right? They do have an audience to be heard. And, and let me say this before we go. I had people who I think probably are legitimately concerned about quote unquote new age stuff. We've had some doctors on, They'll that, and, and a lot of people have watched this Hugo Talks video, Trump's New Age Doctors or whatever it's called, okay? Let me just be clear about something. 
Number one, Dr. Carrie Midday, I can tell you this, I've talked to her about that stuff, okay? And she left the whole Reawaken America tour because she saw the Trump, Trump idolatry. She's not a Trump supporter. Kate Shimarani is not a Trump supporter. What she was doing in that, I have no idea. Both profess to be Christians. Both profess to be followers of Christ. And I don't know about the other guys. We've had Del Bigtree on. We've had Dr. Brian Artis on. We wanted to have RFK. And, you know, people write us emails. Oh, he's from a satanic bloodline and all this stuff. You know what? Satan has no bloodlines. There's either, you're either a believer or you're an unbeliever, period. That's it. Your bloodline goes back to Adam. The Bible says you're either in Adam or you're in Christ. You're not in Satan. You're in Adam or you're in Christ. Okay? Yeah, I've been wanting to bring people. I've been wanting, I told Kate, I said, why don't we have a show where we bring some of you guys on and you respond to this Hugo Talks thing? You know what? Let me tell you something. And I'm going to say this. I've been holding this kind of back, mainly because Monday we had the pre-show and, and then yesterday with David. But I want to say this. If I was asked by the Church of Satan to come speak to them, you know what I'm going to do if I can get there? I'm going to speak to them. If I'm called to a white supremacist group to speak to them, I'm going to speak to them. You know what the message they're going to get is? Same one you hear here. It's not going to be catered to their white supremacy or their Satanism. It's going to be calling them both to repentance. Same message. And people are scared. They are scared to interact with people. Paul was not scared. He went up on Mars Hill, bunch of idolaters. I see you got gods. I see you're very religious people. Let me tell you about this one that you, you made just in case you left one out. Let me tell you about the true creator of all things. He wasn't scared to death. Jesus went into the temple amidst the religious hypocrites and taught them and he preached to them. In fact, in Matthew 23, he condemned them. He laid some woes on them, called them all kinds of names. That's not how we, we work the same way here at the Sons of Liberty. And I'll tell you this too. We had Nikita on. She filled in for Kate on Saturday. Sweet lady. I think she has some good information, but she has a different worldview. And you know what? Just because I address some people of those things, she wrote me afterwards, and we talked afterwards too. We, we had time of talking. She wrote me and she said, oh, I'm sorry if I offended somebody with what, what did I say? You know, I need to learn. I said, no, it's fine. You know why? Because I believe in discipleship. I don't believe in beating somebody over the head to make them regurgitate what I'm telling them. This is the problem with indoctrination. I want people to ask questions. I want to provide answers that are scriptural. That's what discipleship is. What is a disciple? He is a learner. Therefore, he must have a teacher. And we're called to be patient with one another. My goodness, I, social media is making us so impatient with people. We say things to people that we don't even know, have never met, have never talked to. We say things to them that we would never say to their face on social media. And I'm telling you, if we're going to be the church, if we're going to be the assembly of the people of God, we've got to be those who are willing to engage people who have different worldviews. We've got to be that. If we're going to bring the gospel to bear on them. And so I encourage you today, go back and read Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And it's not just preaching the gospel. It's discipling the nations. And you know what? That takes a long, long time to do. 
And I'll close with this. If you're not familiar with the story of Adoniram Judson and his wife, if you're not familiar with them, go look them up. They were missionaries over into, uh, I think it was India, into Burma. Do you know how long they were missionaries there before they saw God bring them their first convert? Seven years. The modern pastor, the modern missionary, the modern church would know nothing about spending seven years in a land where they never saw the conversion of one soul. They would never stay there. They would say, if you're not self, if you're not built up a church and self-sufficient in three years, then you need to get out of there. And these are people who claim they believe in the sovereignty of God. I'm here to tell you, Christianity is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And in that, we have to trust that God will bring people to him. Same thing happens here on the education thing. This is a part of instructing people. It's a part of discipling them. Some people want to hear it. Some people don't. If you're mad at me because I say, you need to be doing everything you can, at least in that direction. Maybe some people can't do it immediately. I used to tell people, I said, I'm not asking for perfection. I'm asking for the trajectory. If you can teach your kids at home, or if you can at least get them with people that you trust, who will instill in them an education that is biblically based, where God is at the center, where they understand whatever I learn, I'm to use for his glory. If you can do that, you need to do it. You really do. And um, I love your kids that way. That's a demonstration of love. It really is. Okay. I don't know if Bradley's going to be in on uh, this afternoon or not. If you don't see him up, He's not there. You can listen to replay, and we'll have a video up on sonsoflibertymedia.com that you can catch then. Otherwise, we're going to be back with David in the morning, and my understanding is we're going to be dealing with a prepping issue that I don't think I've heard too many people talk about. Some of these that, well, I guess some people make some things in. Dealing with predators and pests in your prepping needs. You're, you're going to, yeah, I th I'm really interested in that one. I really am. So catch us in the morning, 6 a.m., Lord willing. We'll talk to you then. See ya.